The wellness revolution starts now. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze, and welcome to the program today. I believe that you and everyone needs to have a provider and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally, who have the know-how wherewithal, experience, and expertise to do just that. So as you mature, you've got energy, vitality, and you're enthusiastic about life. Today, we're going to discuss a common problem that is seen by most physicians around the country. Very few really understand what's going on, and it's called yeast overgrowth, a yeast problem caused by Candida albicans. And it's a very common problem, which is which is manifested by frequently by bloating, gas, loose stools, uh, recurrent and chronic infections, joint and muscle aches and pains in women. It's recurrent and chronic vaginitis, and it can really cause a host of health problems. And we're going to talk about the underlying cause of this yeast overgrowth in the system and what can be done about it. I have with me today Jill Hartland, who is our um, one of our key nurses here on staff that works with our new guests, getting them onboarded and getting them up and running on the program. So she is very uh, attuned on how to help individuals like yourself make a decision to go on a yeast-free eating program. Now, yeast, as we mentioned, is candida albicans. It's in the fungus family. And uh, all of us have a little bit of yeast in our system. All of us come in contact with yeast. What happens whenever in your lifetime you've been sick and a doctor has prescribed for you antibiotics, those antibiotics kill life. Anti means against biotic. Bio is life. So they're a way to kill germ life and uh, pathogens, bacteria. And antibiotics are meant to kill bad bacteria. You might have a sinus infection. You might have a skin infection, a staph or strep infection in your throat. You may have bronchitis or a urinary tract infection, any host of different infections. And the doctor you see will oftentimes empirically just give you some antibiotics, some amoxicillin, some Keflex, whatever, or doxycycline, he'll give you antibiotics. And those antibiotics are meant to kill uh, bad bacteria. Unfortunately, antibiotics are against life, and they will kill good, healthy bacteria, healthy bacteria that lives within your colon and women lines the inner lining of the vagina. These healthy, these healthy autochthonous commensal bacteria are very important for our health. They really provide a shield on the uh, inner lining of the uh, intestine. Also, our skin is just, our body's covered with bacteria, Staphylococcus epidermis, which is a commensal bacteria that our body needs to protect us from harmful bacteria. But whenever we take an antibiotic, that antibiotic will kill the normal healthy bacteria, and any yeast in the system will overgrow because it doesn't kill the yeast. And it resides primarily in the colon, the large colon, because that's where you have no bacteria in the gut uh, effectively, although there is one uh, one, one uh, pylorus bacteria that can sustain the acid in the stomach, uh, can live through that. But in the stomach and small intestine, you don't have bacteria per se, but you do in the large intestine, you're loaded with bacteria. And that's where the antibiotic 
has its adverse effect because then yeast overgrows, and the yeast causes inflammation in the walls of the of the uh, intestine. It also you, women can get the vaginal yeast infections, and so they get uh, they have problems because of discharge, and they grow uh, the yeast in their in their uh, in the vagina. And people can also get uh, yeast infections in the mouth. That's not at all uncommon when they take antibiotics. So I remember when I was in practice. Uh, years ago, uh, before we were really hit on the the yeast situation, this goes back into the 80s, whenever I wanted to prescribe an antibiotic to a woman, invariably they would say, you've got to get me some monostat. Give me a prescription for monostat because I always get a yeast infection. And as I transitioned my practice into allergies back in the late 1980s and early 1990s, one thing I found from many women that came in for treatment of allergies is that they had a history of recurrent and chronic female yeast infections. And I read a book by Dr. Crook called uh, uh, the the uh, yeast connection. yeah the yeast connection, which explained how antibiotic use. And particularly in allergy patients, because patients with allergies get routinely, they get sinus infections and throat infections and and bronchitis, and they're on antibiotics frequently. And these were the patients that were coming in to see me. These female allergy patients were coming in to see me, and they were telling me they had yeast problems, uh, female yeast problems. They would also complain of bloating and belching and gas and uh, really cravings for sugar. And interestingly enough, your yeast grows on sugar. Now, I don't know if you've ever made homemade bread, but the way you make homemade bread is you get your flour out and you put water in it, you knead it, get it rolled out. Now, you've got to get it to rise. So you've got to have yeast to put into the, into the, uh, in, into the flour, the wet flour, and put it in the oven, and that will cause it to rise. Well, how do you make yeast rise? Well, you get the Fleischmann's yeast in a little bag, and you get a glass of water, and you put some sugar in it, and you dump the yeast into that, and it foams. And that's what happens when you have yeast overgrowth in the colon, is that when you when you eat a high sugar uh, intake, whether it's from simple carbs of your corn, your potatoes, your rice, uh, or, um, or wheat products, these are all simple carbs that get converted to sugar. And yeast grows on sugar. So when you, you're feeding the yeast, every time you're eating a simple carbohydrate diet or having desserts or ice cream and all that, you're feeding the yeast in the system. You get bloating, belching, and gas. You may get gastroesophageal reflux. Doctors have all kinds of names for this. IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. IBD, irritable bowel disease. Uh, GERD, GERD, uh, gastroesophageal reflux disease. And they give you some kind of treatment for it, some antispasmodic, or they give you a protein pump inhibitor or a Nexium, the blue pill, some way to help relieve the symptoms. But it doesn't get rid of the underlying problem because the yeast produces toxins, which depress the immune system, make you more susceptible to allergies and to infections. You take more antibiotics, and you're on this circle of illness all the time. So we have to break that circle of illness. And that's what... I learned in the book, The Yeast Connection, from Dr. Crook, how to do that. It was very simple, and every doctor in the country ought to read that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. So this started back in 19, I guess, 1990s when I started to treat for yeast, uh, you know, started treating for yeast problems in people. 
And um, so we want to talk to you. Jill and I want to talk to you. So, Jill, tell us, uh, tell us about our treatment and how you handle it from your perspective as you're helping people get up and on a mm-hmm. yeast-free eating program. How does that work? So um, I, I help our new guests. So the new guests that come into our practice that really this is a new program for them altogether. They've been working a long time towards their health for many, many years. And by the time that they get to us, they're just, they just really need help. And so I like to help them uh, get onboarded because it is an overwhelming program. But what one of those things is the yeast-free eating program. It's a new way of eating. It's a new way of taking supplements. Um, and so um, the first thing when you actually get started on the program, you want to cut out breads and sugars, all that stuff that feeds the yeast. Like I think of them as little creatures in the gut that are just like wanting more. And so we need to starve them. We need to not feed them anymore. And then we need to give them a medication called Nystatin, um, which kills the yeast that's in the gut in that spore form because you have to kill it. Like Dr. Hoodsey was saying, it's like mold. It's a fungus. If you don't kill it, it just continues to grow. You've heard of black mold in the house. Like it will just continue to grow. So you have to kill it. Starving it is not enough. Um, and so we kill the, we use the nystatin to kill the yeast. But once you kill it, you need something to replace that, that area that, you know, where we kill that, that yeast. And so one of those things that we give to replace it is probiotics or that healthy flora, that good bacteria that we killed at the very beginning when uh, we were taking those antibiotics. And like Dr. Hoodsey said, it killed the bad with the good. So we need something to replace that. So when you kill nystatin, these toxins spill into the bloodstream. And obviously when those toxins enter your bloodstream, blood gets circulated everywhere. So headaches, joint pain, um, like Dr. Hudsey was saying, belly, you know, bloating. Some people get really irritable and fatigued because it can affect your moods. Um, everything that we eat. So I also think of also the, it causes you, you can get all kinds of skin disorders. Yes, yes. And sometimes psoriasis. You, and, you know, der- other types of dermatitis are very common when people have yeast problems. Right. And you may actually see that flare up um, during the yeast-free eating program. May, may, your symptoms may get worse because it's almost like that yeast is like, give me more. Um, and then once you kind of ride that wave to, to kill it, then it starts to dissipate. For the most part, it does. And then um, we also have something called NutriTaps or NutriCaps that neutralize those symptoms. It's kind of like a bicarbonate to the acidity that the yeast is spilling into your gut when you kill it. Um, so we give NutriCaps to kind of dumb down those symptoms. My biggest push as a as a coach for a new guest is you have to have adequate water intake um, to help your body flush all those toxins out of your body. So whenever um, guests have symptoms of headache or they're just irritable and they're just like, you know, fatigued. I always ask them to test um, with eight to 10 ounces of water. If they feel better in 10 to 15 minutes, then you know that you're on the right track and your body is just actively detoxing and you need to give it some help. You need to drink some more water. Um, and then we also, oh. we also want to mention after you've been on nice statin for a month, we will give a course of dive of flucanor, fluconazole, which is a systemic, anti-yeast medication Mm -hmm. and it's and that's to kill yeast in the uh as it binds into the uh, into the intestinal lining it kills yeast there Mm -hmm. the nystatin is not absorbed systemically it kills yeast in the spore form but the mycelial form is when the yeast grows into the tissue 
and you have to use diflucan or fluconazole to treat that. And you might be on that for five days or a week, uh, and that will help knock out <laughs> the yeast so it doesn't grow back. And then, we, of course, we put you on the probiotics, and the probiotics are to put back in your system the normal, healthy, autochthonous bacteria, lactobacillus, acidophilus, bifo, uh, bifidobacterium, and several other key normal, healthy bacterias to replenish the gut. And this is, these are probiotics, and these are very essential for gut health. Your body literally has trillions of bacteria in the gut, health, and they should be healthy, good, healthy bacteria. But when you take antibiotics, of course, they get killed off, and then you get the overgrowth of yeast, and the and the and the there's an imbalance. So uh, this is very important for you uh, to get yourself your gut cleaned up because all good health is going to start right here from the mouth all the way yes. down in the gut. This is where. Good health. And, you know, my dad, uh, who wasn't a physician, had an old saying. He said, son, if you want to stay healthy, you got to keep the pipes clean. You've got air pipes, got to keep them clean. You got water pipes, you got to keep them clean. You got sewer pipes, you got to mm-hmm. keep them clean. You got blood pipes, you got to keep them clean. Keep your pipes clean and you're, you'll be healthy. And of course, one way he would say to do that, make sure you drink plenty of water to keep flushing out the pipes. Mm-hmm. That's how you keep the pipes clean. So um, we want to encourage each one of you to make a decision to change your eating lifestyle. We talk about a yeast-free eating program, which is basically a keto-friendly program. And that's by that's in eliminating the simple carbs from your from your diet, from your eating plan. And we don't want you to go on a diet. We just want you to adopt a different style of eating. And we recommend uh, we call it a yeast-free eating program, and that's where we eliminate those simple carbs. We eat good, healthy vegetables. We eat salads. We eat good meat, and hard cheeses is uh, mm-hmm. important. And we do that for, you know, a period of several months. That gets your body cleaned out. And we, I mm-hmm. also recommend um, considering to do intermittent fasting. And by intermittent fasting, I mean you decide you're only going to eat at a certain time during the day. You may be in a four-hour period or three-hour, two-hour period or six-hour period. I personally use intermittent fasting by having one meal, and that's an evening meal. That's what I had. I eat one time, and that's that's somewhere mm-hmm. around 6.30 to 7.30 at night. I usually have my meal with my wife. I'll have coffee in the morning, and I don't eat anything else during the day. And I've done that for years and have stayed close to my playing weight in high school. And and this is called intermittent fasting. And you might go, like, I couldn't stand, I couldn't stand. I gotta have three. Oh, we're supposed to eat multiple meals a day. No, I'll just tell you. I look at my uh, I look at my dog. I've got a uh, a uh, retriever, uh, Labrador retriever, and his name is Winston. Winston Churchill, as a matter of fact. And my wife Janie feeds him one meal a day. And he eats bison, dried bison mm. beef every morning. He's thin, he's trim, he's muscular, he's not fat. And, you know, I see a bunch of dogs around town and they're overweight and fat because they're feeding them a lot of carbohydrates. That's that's what's in much of the dog food. And just like humans, you know, dogs are like humans. They eat a bunch of carbohydrates. Guess what? Carbohydrates are sugar molecules. And when they break down in the body, uh, those simple carbohydrates turn to sugar. 
And guess what? The body, when you get too much sugar, you raise your mm-hmm. insulin level, and the insulin converts the sugar to fat. That's why people gain weight on a high-carbohydrate diet, and especially if, they, if they're if they eating carbohydrates all day long, which you tend to because carbohydrates raise the sugar level. You get a sudden drop. You get sugar high, sugar low, and you're always hungry. So we'd recommend getting yourself on a good healthy eating plan. And if you can try it, try intermittent fasting. I I, I do it. Love it. I, fun. I love it too. Yeah. And I did, I just started intermittent fasting by accident because I was doing yeast free for about a good two years. Um, not with the nice statin, but I could, I recognize that my body did not like it when I tried to add back in free, though you can do it after a month. Your body may not like it. It may not be ready for it because it has still a lot of healing to do in the gut because fruit basically is, it, it has it's a lot a sugar. of sugar. Right. So um, so this is where listening to your body and recognizing what your body is is responding well to because really this is your healing journey. Um, and so, like I said, I did yeast-free for two years before my gut, which I did a lot of damage to, was finally able to do well with pieces of fruit without getting sick or feeling miserable or bloated or gassy. So um, even though we have a three-month stint where you do a, you know, concentrated nystatin and acidophilus or probiotics, um, and you can add back in some of those things, really, like Dr. Hudsey was saying, it's a lifestyle. Um, and so we want to help train you to take this forever and ever on men, like where you're just doing this um for a long period of time. No, I'm not saying you can't enjoy the good things, but you want to be able to enjoy those without guilt or feeling poorly. Like you want to be able to celebrate, but also know how to get back to a regular eating plan, a healthy eating plan. So just navigating life is like, it's something that I like to help people do. Um, but going back to the intermittent fasting, it's almost like my body needs that time to detox or like repair from all this <laughs> muck that I did to it throughout the day. And at first it was a little challenging, but I, I you know, I took steps to eventually get my window narrowed to about four to six hours. Um, and I feel amazing. So, Well, the key point is here, you want to eat to live and you don't want to live to, to eat. eat. And that's where most people in America are because they push this, mm-hmm. this crappy food down, you know, they're on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. I always say if it's in a package bag or box, you know, just stay away from it. It's, mm-hmm. it's all processed food. There's full of chemicals and all kinds of uh, additives that you don't want in your body. Mm-hmm. Eat healthy as best you can. If you can eat organic, organic doesn't, you know, people say, oh, it's more expensive. It's, food, buying food is so much cheaper than, you know, buying at the store, so much cheaper than going and buying junk food at, at, at some restaurant. And it's so worth it oh, because it, what you're do- when you eat the boxed, types of foods with all those chemicals, all those chemicals do is jam up your cell receptors and the good stuff can't get in to help with cellular nutrition or your the mitochondria, which is right. the energy part of the cell. So it's really important because you're going to have to get rid of it anyway if you want to feel good. So why not start now and start putting healthy things in your body? We have a yeast-free program that's starting up mm. on the first here or starting up on the second, I guess. Second, we we open up, we're closed on the second. Something like that. So January 3rd, it will start the yeast-free eating program. Now, to to get involved in the yeast-free eating program, which I would encourage you to do, you do this through Physician's Preference Vitamin Store. You can go online to yeastfreewithme.com, yeastfreewithme.com, and sign up. 
and they will make some recommendations on some, they'll send you some information. We have some books available uh, on good, healthy um, meal plans that you mm-hmm. will enjoy. They're delicious. Also, uh, you can go to our website, hochchwc.com, and take one of our symptom checker quiz to see if may you may not only need to have a good, healthy eating program, but you may need to replenish your hormones. And it may need to be worked out for that, or it may, it may have some allergy problems. The phone number you can call uh, is 281-698-8698, and you'll find that on the screen. But I'd recommend you go to yeastfreewithme.com. Sign up and get yourself on a program. This will help you get a, get on a, a weight loss program. The most important thing you can do is get down to an ideal body weight. People at an ideal body weight live statistically much longer than people that are overweight. And the vast majority of the population, 70%, are overweight. Half of those people, 35% of the population, are obese. And that will take years off your life and lead to a host of problems associated with aging. High blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, uh, strokes, dementia, kidney disorders, liver disorders, a host of problems, yeast problems. So what we want to encourage you to, this year, coming up, make a decision to take charge of your health. Mm-hmm. You you alone are in mm-hmm. charge of your health. Your doctor's not in charge of your health. The government's not in charge of your health. The insurance company's not in charge of your health. Your spouse is not in charge of your health. You are in charge of your health. If you want to be healthy and well, you have to make a decision to do that. Got to write it down as a goal set a deadline, and then get yourself on a healthy uh, program, a health and wellness program that we have here at the OC Health and Wellness Center, and which we can get you started on through our um, Physician's Preference Vitamin Store. So go to yeastfreewithme.com or give us a call here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. We'll be glad to serve you. Thank you for giving us the privilege of being with you today, and I hope this will give you some encouragement to start the new year off right. At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel, which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation, which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible.
information provided on this program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this program is at the listener's discretion.